I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. Let's talk about fraud. Have you ever been defrauded online? Last week, I told you about somebody who was defrauding Nigerians on Facebook by pretending to be an online bomber seller. Can you believe that? And a lot of you called in, a lot of you told me your stories, you know, about when you were defrauded or when you were almost defrauded. And you're not alone because in 2016, the Lagos office of the EFCC successfully prosecuted 64 fraudsters. That's today's big hard fact. So that's one scammer a week. Now, we all know that there are far more scammers and fraudsters than that on the loose. And that's why we're talking about this today. While the EFCC and the courts are putting the fraudsters away, one per week, you and I need to protect ourselves, right? We need to protect our identities. We need to protect our money. We need to protect um, all of these things from the rest of them. You know, the other uh, uh, over 64 people who have not been arrested by the EFCC. So let's talk about this. Now, I'm expecting on the show today a cybersecurity expert, Confidence Stanley. You know her as CC Nerd. If you listen to um, Collins Teke, you listen to Techie Talks, you have probably listened to her a number of times when she's talked to you about how to stay safe online. So we're trying to get her on the phone. We're hoping that she can join us before the show is over. But on until she does, I want to hear from you, Lagos. Um, what what um, are your own experiences about online scams? Have you ever been defrauded online? Have you ever ent- encountered a scam or a scammer in the past? What happened? How did it happen? Share your story with me, 0700-993-993-993, 0700-993-993-993. You can also call us, uh, you can also send us a WhatsApp message. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Have you ever been defrauded online? We now have uh, Confidence Stavely on the show with us. Hi, CC Nerd. Good to have you on the show. Hi, Sandra. It's very good to be here once again. Yes, indeed. Now, when it comes to everyday Nigerians on the internet, what are the most common types mm-hmm. of scams that are being used to defraud people? Okay, maybe you should put that question more in context oh. uh, because that has changed during COVID-19. Ah, okay. So what? <laughs> okay. So let's start with the ones that were common before COVID nineteen, and the ones that are now okay. raining now that there's COVID nineteen. Okay. So let's the ones before COVID nineteen um, had more to do with um, um, emails in terms of um, maybe your emails are, are not going through, mm-hmm. and you know they use that as an excuse to sort of get access to your online account. Or they offer you a freebie, something that you have won but you didn't win in the actual sense. Mm. So they impersonate an organization to do that. Um, or they could alternatively uh, make you feel like 
Oh, sorry about that. Okay, we're going to get her back on the line. Uh, unfortunately, that's not working. But can you believe that? Even at a time of COVID-19, um, we've got new kinds of frauds. I've heard of people who have been asked to, uh, for instance, submit their account details and things like that so that they can get palliatives from government. So I've heard things yeah. like that. But we're going to get into those ones. Uh, we have uh, CC Nerd back on the line. Hi, CC. Uh-huh. So you were telling oh, us about emails that um, uh, are not working and or things you didn't win. So I had a caller last week, for instance, yes. who called me and said that they used uh, the picture of Choma Chukwoka to tell him he won a uh-huh. quiz, a quiz that he, he uh-huh. took. And they told him he won and, uh-huh. they, and they told him to, that he won an iPhone and a laptop and this uh-huh. and that. Uh-huh. And then told him to pay 10,000 uh-huh. naira for the thing to be delivered to him. And exactly. that was it. Hmm. Yeah, so that's a very popular one. Also, um, a lot of scams uh, um, feed on something that you desire that you don't already have. So it might not necessarily be money. It might be status. So verification, for example, on social media, a lot of people desire it. And so um, cyber criminals also can play on that and impersonate, say, Instagram and look like, okay, you've just qualified or you've gotten um, your account has been considered for verification. You know, that tick by the side of your name or your mm. profile on Twitter, for example, is such a big deal these days, mm. you know. So, and then you can you not go ahead and click on the link, um, and then it's something else that you get yourself into. So, those are the, some of the ways too that we have seen. So, I, I find that even before COVID 19, impersonation of trusted brands has been a major underlying um, principle or underlying method that cyber criminals use. So they're either impersonating your bank or you're impersonating um, a company that entertains you or you're impersonating a company that basically provides you a service that you really trust and you use it almost every day. I see. Now, um, um, you mentioned the ones that are happening now with uh, mm-hmm. COVID-19. Let's, uh, let's mm-hmm. talk about those ones. What kinds of scams are happening now with COVID-19? Okay, so we're seeing a huge increase in scams around loans, scams around uh, government uh, government uh, palliatives. That's that's a very big one. We're also seeing a lot of impersonation of banks. Every now and again, um, uh, we're getting email email reports um, of banks that are being impersonated around. Oh, did you add this beneficiary to your account? So when you get an email and Someone is already prompting you that and asking if you added a particular beneficiary to your account. You're really mm. afraid, and then you're thinking, "Oh, that could be someone who is the first time." You're more inclined to click the link in that email. Mm. Uh, we're also seeing impersonation um, um, of brands around credit or even debit alerts. Mm. You know, on both SMS and um, emails. Wow. We're also seeing impersonation of Netflix a lot. Another service providers around entertainment. Huh. So I, um, I, we've analyzed some of those um, kind of emails we've seen over time. And then we've seen that what they're trying to do is um, get you to give off uh, confidential or sensitive information like your password um, or get to download um, a harmful um, code to your computer. Another key one we've seen um, these days is also COVID-19 advice. So you get... Um, Recently, I got this one too. I got a very well put together document that looked like it was a document um, on Surface View. Um, and then it said COVID-19 um, uh, business advisory. So now that looked like something that would have come from someone giving me advice 
because I run a business or something like that. But it wasn't. It was a harmful code that was designed to uh, infect my computer. And that's been, that's been seen around the place. So COVID-19 um, has been used as a way that cyber criminals can sort of, um, will I say, uh, there's a word I'm trying to remember, but basically weaponized, I remember the weaponized information. Mm. So if you're looking for information, it becomes weaponized in a way that the information you're seeking becomes a weapon in the hands of the cyber criminals to either infect your computer or steal uh, information from you or have access to information they are not supposed to have access to and of course commit crimes from there on. Why is internet fraud so rampant in Nigeria? Is it more common in Nigeria than it is in other countries or do we just talk about Nigeria's internet fraud more than we talk about other countries' internet fraud? Okay, so now this is a very tricky question to answer, especially because for some weird reason, we don't have very reliable um, um openly available um, data collected about crime, about mm-hmm. cyber crime. So it's collected in silos. So for example, the banks have uh, those information and it's shared amongst themselves, for example. But it, there is no very dependable source of information around these things. Mm-hmm. But I would say some things, um, these are things I've also held as personal opinions over time, that the more we think about it, because before now, when fraud started off, it was on the it was on the grounds of okay, we are going to collect our inheritance from the white people outside of Nigeria that took from us. You know that school of thought that sort of justified it to certain people why fraud should happen. You know, but then, but then um, the the it has turned on its head. Let me put it that way, or it's beginning to turn on its head. The more those people are becoming more resilient to cybercrime and cyber fraud specifically, because they're working really hard, their government is also working really hard on awareness. The more the boys who are who are looking for those people outside will begin to turn inwards. And I believe that we are beginning to see a whole lot more locally grown cyber fraud stars and in very, very easy ways. So recently, I reported some websites that cyber fraudsters use. I reported those websites to the FBI, um, to the FBI uh, operations in Nigeria. We have online schools that are openly available for for fraudsters to actually learn how to defraud. You know, I've heard I've heard this before. I've heard this before, Mm -hmm. but I thought it Mm -hmm. was a lie, or fake news, or an exaggeration. It actually exists. There are not websites one, where two, people can learn. Five. Wow. Exactly. They pay an amount, they join a WhatsApp group, they join a Telegram group, and they keep learning and they share again a very key thing which we must learn as we, we try to fight as we try to fight cybercrime is to collaborate more. So they collaborate a lot, even with what they call formats. So the style in which to um to defraud people, the, the current style, the one that's working now, they buy these formats. So there are schools to learn how to be fraud and they are openly available on the internet. I, I find the impetus of that, which I've written about on my LinkedIn recently, I find that the impetus of that openness, that it can be openly available and advertised as as something that's a slap on our faces mm. as a nation. So um, because of that, we're having like terrorism. We're having more locally grown terrorists in the cyberspace, if we were to put it that way. And that's why you're going to see a much more increased level of 
cybercrime in Nigeria. And it will continue to increase if we do not collaborate more, if we do not drive awareness as much as we need to. Hmm. Now, someone was advertising themselves online as a Bomo seller, right? Apparently, mm-hmm. Bomo is very rare uh, right now because of the lockdown. Mm-hmm. And that's actually the reason we're having this conversation. I talked about it last week, Monday, on The Big Three. This person created a Facebook page where they claimed to be somebody else, somebody who actually exists, a pastor in Kaduna. And so traders who wanted Wamo sent a message to the, the fraudster and and they were they were sent an account number. They paid. They did not receive their Wamo and eventually they couldn't contact the person uh, who, who claimed that they were the ones selling the Wamo on the internet. So I, I want to look at this story and look at red flags, right? Before doing business with somebody on the internet, how do you verify mm-hmm. that they are who they say they are? Okay. Um, a number one rule of thumb is to look out for tes- for testimonials and credi- credible testimonials, possibly from someone you know. So I generally don't buy anything online um, if, for example, I don't have someone who has bought from that person before. Hmm. Now, that that doesn't always apply only to scam. It might also apply to the quality of the service or the products I'm looking to purchase. Hmm. So testimonials are a big one. Also, if the price is so good, it's too good to be true, hmm. you want to check that. And in certain quarters, even the how professional that particular product is displayed or even... Um, um, how well how well the person how well the person spoken or written english is in mm. some areas mm. in some quarters where you're trying in some um, in some industries or sectors where you're trying to purchase something mm. that could be um that could be something you want to consider okay. um, it might not uh, yeah it might not um apply for everyday purchases but you want to check those little things does that company have a website, for example? Mm. If they have a website, what on that website? Has anybody in your sphere of influence bought from that person before? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're in doubt, maybe just start with buying one thing that's very cheap first mm. and see if it's delivered to you. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so, for instance, in, in this story, one of the victims said that um, when she saw the person was claiming to be a pastor in Kaduna, she asked a friend of hers in Kaduna whether the church existed and whether the uh, uh, pastor, you know, was an actual person. And this friend of hers mm-hmm. got back to her and said, yes, there is a church, there is a pastor. And so she went mm-hmm. ahead, but she was still scammed. So what should she have done after finding out that the church exists? Okay, so the fa- again, like I said, the underlying thing around most camps in Nigeria is impersonation. So those, these fraudsters have become wiser. They do their research. They do the groundwork very well. And I've seen this even from scams as little as 5K to scams of millions of dollars that I have investigated. Mm. So um, it's important that we always bear that in mind. The fact that that entity exists does not leave does not mean there are no discrepancies that you can find further mm. so like i said that you need to make sure is there someone that you know that has bought for more from that person before mm. if they have bought for more for example maybe there could be a comment on the person's um someone else has bought for more maybe there could be a comment on that person's wall that you can go and check out the person who dropped that comment around maybe the quality of the for more mm. or maybe um 
the um, the quality of the service received, basically. And you can go and check if that person is a real person that has real friends and everything is okay on that side of the deep side. Mm. Um, I think if you don't have anybody that's already purchased, that's another thing you can do to be on the safe side. Another thing is, if that person is actually running a genuine business, it's very likely that that person will be properly registered in Nigeria, which means that the bank account of the person will match the name of the business. Mm. I would be, I would discourage anyone who is trying to make a payment online where this doesn't happen, because this means that you have, you don't have a good place to start off with your investigation. If the, the business is registered and has a bank account in its name, it means that you can actually go to the bank if this happens. Get um get your court papers and actually put a freeze on that person's account as it frauded you. Mm. If that due diligence is actually done. Mm. So where to also know is with the account number that they send to you because the account number typically exactly. shows you the name you're about to pay the money into. Yes, All right, exactly. let's hear from Lagos a bit, shall we? Our number is zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three. Lagos, have you ever been defrauded online? You can send me a WhatsApp message as well, sharing your story with me. Do you have questions for CC Nerd on the show with us about how to spot an online scam? You can send us a WhatsApp message. WhatsApp is 080 959 75805. Hello? Hello? How are you? What's your name? My name is Leonard. Good to have you on the show, Leonard. <laughs> yes. I've uh, been online before. Okay. Tell us your story. Uh, what happened? How did it happen? It was on the social media. Which one? My chat. Okay. My chat. What social media is that? Wow. I actually don't know. <laughs> I saw it like. <laughs> okay. Right, uh, so, the person, the person acted to be a white lady. Okay. Named uh, Ella Jones. Then she asked what country I stay and I told her Nigeria. And she was like, tell me about Nigeria and I'll tell you about where I stay. She stays in the United States, Vegas. And we were talking, talking, and she said she had heard about Nigeria before. And like, the network here is bad, that our internet is bad. That she would like me to start with her own Apple Air Okay, hello. So, so she claimed to be a white woman who lived in Texas and you met her on yes. something called My Chat. Yes, and she she said she likes video chat. She likes video chatting. Okay. So I told her I don't have an iPhone. Okay. And she said she would okay, she would send me an iPhone and an Apple laptop. So she said next day she'll go to the store and she'll send me pictures. Okay. The next day she sent me the pictures and she said, okay, she's on her way to the airport to drop them. Then a few hours later, she sent me a document that's like the shipping document with my name and I was, I was happy. <laughs> I was very, very happy. Okay. Then next day she called me and said, she told me on chat that she gave me a number to call. Hmm. And I called that number. And those guys said I should pay 25,000 Naira for 
didn't even see. Okay. She said, she was like, okay, the airplane is coming tonight in Lagos. Mm. But when I called them, they said it landed at Abuja due to some turbulences and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then, when I called them, they said, okay, this is where you transferred the money to. I gave, they gave me an account number and I cried. I almost transferred the money. You know, my friend who was like, guy, he was calm you. Okay, so so you didn't get scammed. You were almost scammed, but you didn't go I ahead and send the money. Scammed. Okay, yeah. so so what happened afterwards? I told her I didn't send the money. She was like, if you don't send the money, you would get your things. And I said, no, I, I don't have money to send it. She said she has put people nine hundred ninety dollars inside the package. Because she knew I would be able to, I would need some money to for delivery fee. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so did you eventually send the money? So you get the money and no. the laptop? No? no. Okay. So so what happened between th- between both of you? She got angry and blocked me. Oh, I see. Well, good for you, son. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. Good riddance to that. Um, Sissy nerd. You heard that story, yeah? Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and we have things like this happening all the time. So so we can see that it's not about, um, um, you know, Nigerians who are claiming that the reason they are participating in fraud and stealing people's money from them is that they're trying to mm-hmm. get back what, quote unquote, the white man took from Africa. It's not about that exactly. anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's it's, the, the scam has turned inwards. It was probably some guy yeah. Exactly. Who lives in Alimosho who was messaging, um, you know, this <laughs> <laughs> my caller and claiming exactly. to be in Texas. Exactly. So, 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 what, what else could, um, you know, so, so, say somebody else was called by or, you know, went on some social media um, site and started to get close with a woman or a man online. What are some mm-hmm. tells to, to, to think? Because romance scams, romance scams are huge, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how do you know that who you're chatting with is not for real or who you're chatting with is about to scam you? Because this guy has more sense than most people. How about the people who don't have as much sense as this guy? What can they do? How can they spot that they're about to be scammed by a love interest? Okay, sudden show of affection. I believe that whether or not it's a romance scam, Feelings grow. It shouldn't just be the moment you start speaking to that attractive lady, that very attractive lady. Because again, these people who do romance camps always use beautiful women. Hmm. So that very attractive lady just latches onto you and then starts loving up and starts using pet names. Ah, there's love at first sight now. (laughs) Sorry? There's love at first sight now. What do you mean by that? (laughs) (laughs) On the internet, straight up like that. Yes? You want? You have to have your nose up in the air and perceive everything. <laughs> <laughs> I perceive everything. So if the so person is being say, too lovey-dovey right off the bat, yeah, that's a warning sign. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When it, the lovey-dovey is too quick, then that's a sign. Another key thing to look out for is if the person is avoiding video calls. Mm. Um, for whatever reason. Because mm. video calls have become a lot more difficult for 
sports stars to play around, except the one the ones that are very very skilled. There are ways around it that they have gotten around okay. to do. But what are the ways um, around it? So some very very skilled ones. I mean, when I mean skilled, the ones that are not looking for small monies, the mm. ones that want the hammer really well. Mm. They have they are beginning to deploy deep fake. I see. Yes, I see. Um, so, but video calls on the average will help you. So once the person is evading video calls and only just sending you pictures, that's also a red flag. Mm. Also, if the person is is all, like available only at very funny times, mm. like almost always only choosing when they are available mm. to speak with you, mm. you want to also keep an eye on that. Mm. Also with demands. Um, what sort of demands are made? If there are demands that have to, that are basically talking around, oh, them not being in town and wanting to do something urgently, that whole sense of being remote also mm. um, is something you should put an eye, very strong eye on. But I would say the strongest of all these points I've, measured, mm. I've mentioned are the first two, mm. which is sudden show of affection and, of course, um, pet name calling and everything mm. and then the second one being evading video calls those two are some of your strongest red flags alright let's take um, another once call. you get close to someone and you feel what they feel and they feel what you feel they should be anxious to see you even if it's not physically mm-hmm. to see you via video calls okay alright then 99.3 hello hello how are you what's your name good afternoon good to have you on the show yeah, I, I was a victim of internet fraud. You, you were a victim or you almost became a victim? I almost. Okay. Almost, I escaped. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tell me your story. Uh, messenger, uh, um, Facebook Messenger. Okay. That is a lady from a bank of Turkey. Okay. That he has this customer from Germany, a property dealer, mm. uh, estate management, that is deposited $500,000 in, uh, in their bank. Hmm. As he said, you don't see him. That uh, the law of Turkey says that if they don't see the person within one year, mm. that the money will come to Turkey. That you bring a man who will stand as a lawyer, mm. that the man has no shot, that will not come as a piece of kin mm. to claim the money. Mm-hmm. So we started chatting. So I opened an account in the bank of, uh, what's it called, in one of these Asian countries. Mm. So after opening the account, I did, I follow up. So he now asked me to pay money into the account. So I don't have money. Pay the money inside so I will transfer the money. Mm. So. After some time, I now noticed that she where you were standing. It wasn't the woman. Mm. They used the woman's picture. Oh, sorry about that. So they told my guy, um, they told my guy to open an account and he Coco opened an account. Do you think that sometimes our behavior as a people uh, makes us more prone to getting scammed online than not, CC Nerd? Sorry, do you want to take that again? So this guy who just called said a woman called him and claimed to be from the Bank of Turkey and, um, mm-hmm. you know, told her that, told him that there, there was a lot of money left in an account and the owner of the mm-hmm. account hasn't come to take the money. And in Turkey, they have a rule that if somebody doesn't come for a year to take the money, the money belongs to the mm-hmm. Turkish government. And so this person who was mm-hmm. claiming to be a bank manager in Turkey now says to him, mm-hmm. I have a lawyer who's going to claim the money. I need you to stand as the mm-hmm. next of kin. 
And so this mm-hmm. uh, uh, lady who was claiming to be the bank manager in a Turkish bank then says to the gentleman mm-hmm. who called me to open an account in an Asian bank. And so he goes ahead and opens mm-hmm. this account in an Asian bank for money he does mm-hmm. not know about and a man he knows nothing about. And mm-hmm. then the the Turkish bank manager started to say, oh, um, you need to put some money into the account to be, enable me transfer the money um, out mm-hmm. into your account. And then my caller says mm-hmm. uh, he, that's when he got suspicious and he stopped doing it. And so I'm mm-hmm. asking how much of our behavior um, mm-hmm. makes us susceptible to scam? Because to be honest, I don't see mm-hmm. why you would open an account um, mm-hmm. in an Asian bank to stand mm-hmm. as next of kin for money that isn't <laughs> yours. Aren't you an accomplice to Yahoo Yahoo? <laughs> <laughs> but again, I think it's, it's quite, a, it's, it's part of our, will I say, our religious culture. Huh. Um, yes. We are very, we're generally, Nigerians are generally hopeful. With, I, I feel like even that sense of being hopeful is the reason why, um, this country is still together. No, but there's um, a difference even, between hoping and, you know, no, get, I'm, ripping I'm where you did not sow. <laughs> I'm getting somewhere. How will no, you stand? Hey, God. <laughs> uh, being hopeful also means that for some people, it could just mean that they see that their miracle could just be happening on it don't feel bad on the middle of the road with, with thousands of dollars in it. That's not a miracle. That's it's not, not your property. Way. If you see thousands of dollars in a duffel bag, <laughs> exactly. return it. It doesn't belong to you. But again, that's the, that's like like what I said. The religious the religious mindset too is there. It's part of it. Apart from our generally hopeful sense as Nigerians, you mm. just feel like there will be something that will just make you all of a sudden just hammer. You know, we are not, we are not, a lot of people don't think through process, mm. for example. Mm. That's why we don't question certain things. And that's why sometimes a lot of fraud happens. Because why wouldn't you question, why me? Why is this person picking me to speak with me? <laughs> because even even if it's, let's leave fraud aside. If somebody asks me to do something with a person, I always ask myself, why me? Mm. You know, so why aren't you asking yourself for this very good thing that's about to happen to you? You're, you're about to happen into a lot of money mm. that's going to change your life. But why of the billions of people on the surface of the earth, why was it you? that the person chose to speak to about this wonderful opportunity. I guess Why not the bank manager's relative? I guess, I guess, like, <laughs> I guess people will say don't, don't look a, a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> I think we should, we should be more skeptical. We should actually process things more and mm. ask questions before mm. we get involved because it's getting to that point where even without, um, Without you actually losing money, you might begin to lose other things, even your credibility, if you're involved in certain things. So I, I want to start questioning, ask, ask those kind of questions. Mm. Why should I do this? Why me? Why you me? Know, uh, and question, um, yeah, and question, and question your money, your money, your hunger to make money. And, you know, what are your values? I think this is also a time to define our values. Um, you want to make money, but what are the values guiding your your money sense. Let me put it that way. Okay. Because if, if people begin to have good values around money, then when you happen on certain things or when certain things happen on you, ask a question that will get you out of trouble. All right, Lagos, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. I have Confidence Stavely on the show with me. She is a cyber security expert. She has a book. It's called No Go Fall Maga. 
And uh, I'm going to tell you about that book before we wrap up the show. She's also done fantastic work um, tracing uh, cyber fraud stars for the FBI right here in Nigeria. So if, if there's anybody qualified to speak on the subject, she is. If you have questions about how to spot an online scam, she's your girl. So go ahead and ask your questions. 0700-993-993-993. If you don't have questions and you just have a story, about when you were scammed or when you were about to be scammed would like to hear it as well WhatsApp is 080-959-75805 Welcome back to Hard Facts A lot of you called in a lot of you talked to me about how you were defrauded or how you were almost defrauded and you're not alone I started the show by telling you that uh, in 2016 the Lagos office of the EFCC successfully prosecuted 64 fraudsters that's not nearly enough that is too little and so what CC Nerd and I are doing on the show today is teaching you how to spot an online scam Uh, Good day Sandra I was scammed just last week by somebody who pretended to be a white lady who toasted me. Unfortunately, I fell in love. She promised to send me an Apple laptop and iPhone so we can be chatting through webcam. She claimed she'll be delivering the items through British Airways alongside £600 for other expenses. And she gave me a number to call. I called the line. They told me to pay 18000 naira into an agent's account to bring the item to me because of the £600 she claimed that it was in the parcel. I immediately paid the money in the account that was sent to me. I called all through the day for the items to be delivered, but the agent said the parcel had been seized by customs because of the money in the parcel. And they asked me to pay another 50000 naira to settle the customs. That's when I realized it was fraud. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry that um, that happened to you. We've got uh, more messages on WhatsApp. Another person says that um, these fraudsters have upgraded to POS. Um, imagine a friend of mine being defrauded 5.5 million naira last week through the use of POS in a grocery shop. The following day, a, deb- a debit alert came in. She went to the bank to complain. She was told it was the last place that she used her ATM card that this happened. When she got to the grocery shop, it was shut. Up until now, the owner of the shop is no more to be found and the money has not yet been recovered. My friend fainted and was rushed to the hospital. God will punish these fraud. Um, Sissy Nerd, how does that happen? How does something like that happen? Hello, Confidence. Hello. Yes, how does something yeah, like that, that how, how does something like that? Um, there are a number of scenarios. Um, you know, that could have happened, um, you know, at a targeted way because I don't think you randomly just know that you can take a five million from just about anybody's account. Hmm. Um, so I think that was a really targeted one. Um, also, I think that was that even a little above the spend that I know is possible over an POS just like that mm. um, for first time use. So that's by rights even supposed to be flagged. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that could also be because the, the POS itself has been has been tampered with, you know, um, by the people who arranged the whole crime. And that's of course why they are not open again. It's to show that they they were just a business set up for a time where you could actually hit a big one and just disappear. I see. 
I see. And just so, a couple uh, of them but, I met. But with things like that, I mean, how do you how do you even spot a thing like that or prevent a thing like that? What do you do if something like that happens? So I think you can take it up with your bank. Um, you can dispute a payment with your bank. Um, you know, given the circumstances in which this payment, uh, this person can actually go to go to court, um, have an affidavit made, go go to their banks and actually relate to their relationship managers to guide them with how to go about resolving the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, banks have become a bit more a bit more supportive of dealing with fraud cases mm. uh, because it's to your interest that fraud doesn't increase mm. and of course fraud decreases mm. so go to your the person that's speaking now should go to their banks and start the paperwork or whatever is needed to start the process of recovering the money mm. um, and this is also why I prefer electronic channels of payment because mm-hmm. they can be traced yeah. um, to an extent especially if the payments are not um uh, Payments are over POS, for example. Yeah. Um, a couple of things can be traced and yeah. it could help you to an extent, yeah. Yeah, okay. Another uh, story here. Pat from Lecky says, I have been defrauded. It was by mm-hmm. name Dr. Billy Carlos. He said he's in the US. Mm-hmm. He said he was sending a laptop and iPhone and he added $5,000. Mm-hmm. I got a call that it landed in Abuja and I should pay 98500 which I borrowed money to pay. It was done to me when he demanded... It, it dawned on me when he demanded another 50000 because it was illegal to put money in the device. Money was mm-hmm. paid to Frank Okorie of Zenith Bank. It hurts. Mm-hmm. Pat from Lecky. So a lot of stories I've gotten are romance mm-hmm. scams uh, yeah. being done to Nigerians by people who are claiming they are white people and it's the same mm-hmm. MO. I'm sending you mm-hmm. an iPhone and a laptop and there's money in the device and then Custom mm-hmm. seized it um, at um, at uh, the the at the ports. So is this one of those mm-hmm. formats you talked about earlier on? Yes, it's very much one of the, those formats, and it goes back to even reinforce some of the things we said at the beginning of this interview, which was that these antiques that they were caught, they're previously using on white people, they're turning it inwards. Yeah. Um, romance comes with before now what boys would do to people that are outside of Nigeria, but these things are turning back in again. So um, these formats are one of the several ways. Romance comes before now were not too popular there, but they've become so popular between last year and this year mm. uh, because people are more open to meeting people online. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, people are hope for the best. You mm-hmm. know, someone just wants to gift you. And I think also there's a mentality for people who don't exactly know how outside Nigeria works. That mm. They feel like, okay, it's so easy to just buy... Um, a laptop. Oh, you both man no will give you laptop just like that. Exactly. Oh, you both know they do like that. <laughs> they know they like that. I don't know. Since they cost. Maybe, maybe it's even like in their countries, maybe like five dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it doesn't work that way. Um, you know, it's definitely for even a thousand pounds that people make in in Jan, let's say I'm in London or in any part of Europe or if it's $1,000 in America, it's very hard end money. So that is a lot of money even. And mm. that money can't even buy um, a Mac in this day and time. Mm-hmm. So 
really let's look at it or let's look at it you very, need to be logical with it yeah if you know that that works that it works that way you know that it doesn't make sense for someone to just randomly say that I'm sending you these items mm-hmm. why are they sending you the money to purchase the items in nigeria there are there are these items that exist in nigeria and then what will make the person all of a sudden want to send you these kind of things you know mm. just all of a sudden you know one who spend because a thousand pounds is big money also mm-hmm. to people living in that part of the That's world right. a thousand dollars is also very big money to those people living in that side of the world too. yeah yeah all I right that understanding makes makes a difference. We've got Abraham in Abara who says, my experience with online fraud is not online per se. It was through SMS. A message was sent to my dad's phone from Lakasara. He was told to redeem a gift of a generator through a number. We called the number and we were told that we have to send money first. That's mm-hmm. when we realized that it was a scam. I'm glad that, you know, once people here send money first, they realize mm-hmm. it's a scam and then they, mm-hmm. they don't send the money. So that's a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a good thing. Yeah, that's a red flag. Sending money is a red flag. But then I have also dealt with a couple of them that are clever enough not to sign post money early. Mm. Mm. So a lot of people pick up the money thing when it's earlier. It's, it's sign post really it's too early, early. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In, the, in, the, in the conversation, you mm. know. But it, 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 yes, first and foremost, um, if, if a credible organization wants to gift you something or wants to uh, give you something you want, mm-hmm. they will not be requesting any monies from you. So not that's it. That's an obvious shipping. red flag. Because last week, last week, some people called me and told me about this one as well, that they played a quiz, mm-hmm. they want some gifts, and they asked them to mm-hmm. pay for the delivery of the item, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's not, even, that's not even something you should do, even for the delivery. If it's a, it's a credible organization or it's a credible company, then you shouldn't have to pay any monies to redeem a price. The way you even that's know cool. that it's a credible organization is that they won't even be asking you to pay for delivery to begin with. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They have the money to do it, to promote. So they should have the money to deliver it. Deliver it to you. If that person has has a thousand or two thousand pounds to buy an item, you should, you should also have the money to ship it to your doorstep. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's what I also... Ship it through DHL or something. Even though, yes, yeah, DHL should, should pay through. me, you know, for this advert. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you shouldn't have to pay anything to get the item. Okay. Um... Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let me take a few more calls. 0700-993-993-993. Do you have questions about how you can spot an internet scam? Do you have questions for CC Nerd? Do you have uh, an experience about being scammed online? And you want to share with me on the show today? Let's go. Hello. 99.3. Hello, Sandra. Oh, Lumuiwa. Have you been scammed online? Yes, it took me time to even call because it's somehow shameful, but has been long. Okay. Now, I was in the school of thought that anybody that falls in the system of fraudster mm. is a greedy person. Okay. So I've been so careful not to be a greedy person. Okay. But the guest on the, on the phone there said something that I think it affects me. Religion, okay. hope, faith. That was what made me become a victim. What really happened? Hmm. I used to preach online, all social media. Okay. Then this particular fake picture of a girl, of a white girl. Hmm. Ah, Mr. Olumu, you have been watching. I like the way you are preaching. Holy Ghost, fire, heaven, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I really want to marry someone like you that can be with me, that will not shit me. You know, a false message, greedy. So I took time with her. At the end of the day, 
I realized that this is the new, she gave me number, we call at a particular time. Not know that it was somebody using that picture and they clone her voice. Hmm. At the end of the day, she now said, do you have passport? I said, I know they like to travel, so I don't have passport. Hmm. Okay, because of the Boko Haram problem in Nigeria, you know, if you don't go to embassy now, they will not give you visa because your passport is new. What will happen? I will send you an agent that will process in your document. Hmm. Bam, 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 bam. She linked me to an agent. Hmm. And this is a, from the British High Commissioner. They ah. have gotten your case. You know, they sent me an invitation letter. Ah. But it was my landlord that made me to fall a fitting. We saw Plymouth uh, number 14 Plymouth. Okay. And my landlord said, I passed through that Plymouth Street before. Yeah, I know the place. At the end of the day. So... I sent money, 50,000 naira for passport and visa then. Oh. Then one bank and I say, Muiwa, these people, they are thieves. I say, no, they are not. You say, okay, ask for her that you want to talk to her on video call. I told her about video call, she declined it. But my pastor was like, it's a miracle. Don't tell anybody again, it's just God miracle. I told more than four pastors, high-ranking pastors. They say, yeah, it's a dog. God has shown me the way. It's a miracle. At the end of the day, when I now follow a fitting, I follow it up. We now went and made deputy commissioner of police in mm. that time mm. to the office. Mm. And the, man, the, the woman said, don't worry, I will help you. We will got them. But you know what makes me describe at the end of the day? What? The, the woman now handed over me to the police under her. Mm. That they should make sure they follow the letter to the end. Mm. And those ones say, how much did they collect from you? 50,000. They started mocking me. 50,000 waiting. I beg, if you say the money now, one million, if I charge you like 200,000. Mm. But now, they don't charge you 50,000. Madam, say me, we don't collect money. If you don't give all that 50,000, I will go get free now to go to bank. From the bank, you go to court. Go and look for 50,000. I don't tell our madam. We, I want, if you tell the madam that we ask for 50,000, it's what we do for you. Mm. At the end of the day, I let the matter go like that. Ah. Oh, Lumuewa, I'm sorry you experienced that. I'm terribly sorry that you had that experience. But um, um, the good thing about experiences like that is that you learn. And the great thing about sharing experiences like that on a nationally listened to radio station is that um, people learn from your story as well. By the way, Lagos, let me tell you something. So in March, I just found out, in March, almost 550,000 people listened to hard facts amazing stuff and in april uh, almost 570,000 people listened to hard facts that is simply amazing seriously lagos um i cannot thank you enough for telling your friends to tell your friends to listen to this show and i cannot thank you enough for listening to this show and i think we all need to give ourselves a huge round of applause learning so much on this show i think we are doing so much for each other on this show i think we're making a difference on this show so um thank you for those numbers now let me take a few more calls and then see what other lessons we can learn from people's stories hello good evening what's your name please is it time for one minute game one minute has already happened it happened uh, when uh, chikudi was on air oh my god all right it's okay sorry 99.3 Hello. Hi, how are you? Good evening. Okay. 
What's your name? Good evening. What's your name? Chidin Nadi is my name. Good. Chidin Nadi. All right. Good to have you on the show. Have you been scammed online before? Yeah, it was not really online. Okay. But it was through ATM. Ah, okay. Um, I I traveled from Abuja to Owerre mm-hmm. and came back the following day around 10 p.m. Okay. At uh, at Abuja. Okay. So there was a first bank very close to where I stay. Okay. So a woman asked me to go and have some money with which I want to use for shopping the next day. Day, okay. So I decided to branch at First Bank. Then the ATM salary uh, was poorly lit, lighted. Okay. So I couldn't. I, I couldn't see the figures properly. Okay. But I decided to, you know, to punch and about thousand. As I stopped the app, so the, the my impact it got stopped. Okay. I tried to retrieve it. Hello? Oh, that's quite sad. And that's unfortunate. I wanted to hear that story, honestly. Now, uh, my last question for you, CC Ned, before I let you go and we wrap up the show. This ATM situation, it reminds me of people who have called me on this show several times. And they've talked about how they're in their house. They've not given anybody their ATM card. They've not given anybody their PIN. Mm-hmm. And yet, somehow, they're sitting in their house and they're getting debited massively. Mm-hmm. And they go to the bank and the bank says, well, you collected this money from so ATM, you put in your pain, you withdrew this money. Mm-hmm. How do people get around things like that? Because that's also a form of internet fraud. Exactly. So what we've seen over time with those kind of fraud cases is um, those people with those details or those people who are victims have at some point maybe um, been in the place of danger in terms of giving their details out or that some of the details out or um, have some software installed on their computers or their devices that are getting this information out and actually leaking it. Yeah. Some of it is also um, available to buy on the dark web in bulk because, again, this information has been collected and it's being sold. I see. Um, yes. Also situations where um, people have given someone that they, they trusted their cards and their cards have been duplicated or they've gotten the details out and are able to use it to, to do a lot more things, make purchases and things like that. So mm. we have all those kind of things happening, but in some rare occasions, there are also insider threat issues that some banks have. But I, I in my opinion, insider threat issues are quite uh, negligible compared to uh, actual users that are actually taking that, putting them at risk of fraud. I see. So in that case, what do you do? What can you do? Is there a way to get your money back from the banks? Yeah, well, when you're signing, when you're opening your account, you actually fill an indemnity form. Okay. So it, 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 that means the bank's sort of uh, protected to a very high degree. When you when it's investigated and it's under, you are the one who at some point, um, nothing on the systems, for example, there's no inside threat issues. If there are inside threat issues, best believe, of the banks, all of the banks in Nigeria will pay you 
the money's back, mm. especially if you're working with a lawyer. Okay. So one of the things I I actually advise with if you've gone if you you you've defrauded mm. and you're very sure from your side um, this didn't happen from, from your, your end, end. Of, of the yeah mm-hmm. get a lawyer write your bank, make a formal complaint okay. and see how they channel it. I'm very happy that CBN, for example, has put a cap. So they've, they've, um, they've made sure that banks have to attend certain complaints within a period of time. Mm. Um, I think fraud, I'm not so sure about the number, but fraud cannot be more than, uh, cannot be up to a month. They have to issue in a very short time. So you'll get answers. Yeah. Okay. So, Simna, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us on Hard Facts today. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, thank you so much. Where can people buy uh, No Go Fall Maga? Where can they buy that book? I think it's going to be really helpful uh, for those who want to stay Mm -hmm. ahead of the curve with uh, Mm -hmm. internet fraud and all other forms of fraud. Mm-hmm. Okay, the book will be available to purchase from next month. Uh, we have you can pre-order on the website Um You can pre-order from there and also get a portion of the book for free, which is um, a snippet for free, which you can begin to read before you purchase the hard copy of the book. So go to nogoformaga.org and also follow nogoformaga on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, any of the platforms that you use. Nogoformaga is spelled N-O-G-O-F-A-L-L. M-A-G-A. All right, Sissy Nerd, thanks for your time.